Good morning. How's everybody doing out there? Good, good. Oh man, it's such a such a full house today. Bright smiling faces. I I love seeing this. How many of you guys had a good Thanksgiving? All right, all right. Lots of hands going up. That's wonderful to hear. Uh, listen, my name's uh, Tony Wales. Um, I am a elder here at this church, uh, and I'm also a math teacher. All right. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to rely on today's message. I'm going to rely on something I know. Uh, so it looks like I've got 27 minutes to teach you guys as much math as you can learn in order to get out of here. No? 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 Okay. Well, then I'll have to go with my other message. I had one, I mean, I had two just in case. Er everything all planned out, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit them with a whole bunch of math. Um, that way, I mean, if we are going to do math, I'm going to be like, what is this? I mean, all right. I, all right. So, uh, Thanksgiving. Wow. So, such a great time. It, it's with, it's with family. Uh, it's with, it's with friends. It's with, uh, it's with people you like. Heck, it's with people you don't like sometimes. I mean, uh, sometimes you can't, uh, you can't choose. All right. But every single one of us has something to be thankful for. All right. And so when I give my message up here, I am probably going to give it like, like a teacher. All right, I'm going to let you guys know um, the only thing I can do when I give a message is share the Word of God with you. All right, um, it, I could share my words. My words are not nearly as good as God's words. Um, so I'm going to hit you with about 35, 36 verses in here, um, not trying to overwhelm you. But it, it's to try to reinforce something. All right, which speaking of reinforcement, as a teacher, all right, the last thing you want is to be teaching and to see your kids go. Because you know, you're like, oh man, they're not here right now. They might be physically here, mentally, they're on a beach somewhere, uh, uh, swimming in the ocean. They're doing, uh, well, some of them, uh, they're grinding, uh, cranking 90s on Fortnite. I mean, it's hard to, I don't even know if they do that anymore. But, all right, so when I say something up here, if you like it, you can say amen. All right, hey, so we already know how to do this. If you, if you see something up here you don't like, you could go, boo. I, I'm just kidding, don't do that. I'll probably, like, start shaking and everything. I don't know what to do. All right, uh, what I'm going to talk about uh, is something that uh, is, is near and dear to me, all right? And I hope with you guys here, it's near and dear to you, all right? Um, it's this time of year where we are, where we are sensitive uh, to, to the story of Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what, that's what Christmas is, all right? Um, I spent 24 years of my life uh, just living life my way. I spent 24 years of my life, I had never stepped foot in a church, all right? So as a 40-year-old man, I have spent more time unchurched than churched, all right? I'll do the math for you. 24 years unchurched, 16 years in church. All right? So when I say things up here, I am not preaching from a place of perfection. All right? I'm actually telling you out of my imperfections here. I'm going to be transparent up here, and I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you, hey, these are the things still that I struggle with in my life. But here's the thing that I do know. Jesus came, and, and he lived a life, and he died on the cross for what we were going to do, not what we did what we are going to do. He already knew that, all right? But Jesus still knew what we were going to do and still loved us so much. In John 14, verse 15, 
These words are in red. That's why they're really important, all right? These are Jesus' words. If you love me, obey my commands. Man, uh, if, you, if you've ever taken freedom, uh, the freedom group, it's amazing because the very, very first time you leave that, read that, it feels as if, if you love me, you'll obey. Why would Jesus ever do that to us? And the answer is he wouldn't. Because Jesus is like, hey, if you love me, these are things that are going to happen. All you got to do is just love. If you love me, obey my commands, and I will ask the Father. This is the New Living Translation. I'm a math teacher, so English isn't my thing. So I, I'm, I'm reading out of here so I can read to you guys, and you'll understand me. All right? And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. Anybody know who that is? Yeah, that's the Holy Spirit because it's a capital A advocate. He'll give you the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, if you love me, I'll give this to you. Jesus is, the, Jesus is giving presents. He's giving it away to you guys. He's like, hey, here you go. This is yours. He's giving it to you. All right? He's giving you the Holy Spirit, and he'll never leave you. This is, in, this is still verse 16. He is the Holy Spirit who leads in all truth. This is what Pastor Vic talked about last week with faith. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and it doesn't recognize him. But you will know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Before Jesus left, he said, hey, listen, I know I'm not going to be here anymore. I'm not going to be here to do miracles. I'm not going to be here to heal the sick. I'm not going to be here to turn water into wine. I'm not here to be there, but I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit, and he'll do all these things for you. All you have to do is be willing to receive him. What did it say? If you love me. That's all Jesus wants from us. All right? So here's what I like. I like a little bit of interaction with you guys. All right, so, we, so I led in with the Holy Spirit. Does anybody know what the Holy Spirit comes with? And you can give me a wrong answer. I mean, I, I teach high school math. I get lots of wrong answers. All right, so, so don't be afraid. But, but this is crazy. This is crazy. Anybody, what does the Holy Spirit give us? Ooh, blessing, power. I love it. Gifts, gifts. Man, Jesus gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit gives us gifts. That's crazy. In the time of year that we're in, we're in that gift-giving mood where we're like, hey, I got a gift for you. How happy does it make you when you give a good gift? Anybody gave a good gift, and you're like, yeah, good job. Hey, fist bump myself, man. High five. Yeah. Listen, when you give a good gift, you're like, huh, that's awesome. You could see it in people's face when you give them a gift, and they're like, the excitement, they can't contain it, all right? My, my, dad, knows the, my dad knows the way to my heart. Uh, big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my man, Travis Kelsey, love the dude, all right? Uh, he, he, does, he does outreach. He does all different kinds of things. I, like, I've just seen what he's done in the community. He's more than just a football player. He's a great individual. Uh, my dad gave me an autographed jersey by him, and it was like, I, I know that I was kind of like, get back in there, tear. <laughs> like, like, he, like he knows. So when you know what kind of good gift to give, you give it. Man, that's what, that's what Jesus did. Jesus knew like, hey, you need a gift. You need a gift to make it in your life. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. 
And then the Holy Spirit comes, and the Holy Spirit's like, you know what? You need gifts from me, too. I'm here to give you some gifts. Now, I need more input from you guys. I need some help from you all, all right? So uh, this is how I, I give a test, because otherwise, listen, as a teacher, last thing you want to do is give a test and have every single one of your students fail it, because then you're like, gosh, man, my job is supposed to be to get them to pass. They can't pass. Maybe I'm not that good at my job. So in order to be a good teacher, you know what you do? You give away the answers. You do. And then you're like, hey, can you remember these? All right, so Galatians 5, if you want to turn with me, Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22. I'm giving you the answers, okay? All right, so Galatians 5.22. We are going to do math here in a minute. Oh, I don't need that. Nobody saw that. See how helpful we are. People in the front row didn't even move. All right, so here's what we have. Question number one. What is one of the fruits of the Spirit? Love. And and another one, again, Galatians 5.22, what? Joy. Peace, I heard peace. Oh, patience. I don't know if that's how you spell it. I'm a math teacher. What? Gentleness. I heard somebody say that earlier. What else do we got? Mm, self-control. I got to put it down here because I'm going to run out of room. Kindness. Kindness, goodness. Which one are we missing? Got joy. Faithfulness. All right. So, uh, do we do we got that on there? All right. I think we got all of them. Is that all of them, you guys? All right. So we got them all. Galatians five twenty-two and into twenty-three. It lists the two. So. Here's where we're at so far. Jesus, God said, hey, you get my only begotten son. God gave us a gift. Jesus said, hey, I ain't going to be here forever. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit says, you know what? I'm not into one-upping them, but I'm going to give you nine gifts. I'm going to give you nine of them. And then I'm like, whew, man. Accepting Jesus in your life brings the Holy Spirit. Bringing the Holy Spirit, he gives you these gifts. These gifts are are for you, whether you want them or not. He's like, here, take these. He gives them to you. These are yours. That's how much God loves you. That's how much God knew, hey, what kind of gift that we are. All right? So I'm going to mess this up again. I should have an assistant.
This is a what? This is a circle. <laughs> we did do math. <laughs> I told you we would. All right. So this math circle object right here. All right. I don't know if this is bothering you, but it's bothering me. All right. We're going to treat it like a pie chart. Man, I love pie. Pumpkin pie. <sighs> Chocolate cream pie. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Sidetracked. Thanksgiving, man, got, got me in. All right, so we're, we're going to make kind of a little, little pie chart here. Now, remember, because I always have to do this with people. I know you all, intelligent people. I won't have to do this with you all. But remember, slide before, Galatians 5, 22 and 23, we got nine of them. We're going to put these up here like a, like a pie chart. All right? So I'm going to start. Ooh, you want, you want joy to be that big? I'm good with that. I like joy. All right? I love it. All right? What? Uh, for, forgiveness isn't one, even though it kind of comes in with all of these. Like, we, like it, it's not one of the specific fruits of the Spirit. What else can we put up here? Peace? Oh, how much, how much peace do we want? Do we want like a slice of, do we want like a slice of pecan pie where we don't put any, or do we want a bigger slice? What do we want? Oh, you want a bigger slice. Bigger slice of peace, man. I like it. Oh, a huge slice of love. I'm with you. I love love. Now what? Faithfulness. Oh, what? Oh, that's it. I heard somebody say that's a big one, too. Yeah, we got to make it big because that's a lot of leathers. There. I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta have a, I gotta have a bigger one. Now, what else? Ooh, patience. Let's come back to patience. All right, let's be patient with patience. All right, uh, what, what's next? Goodness. Ooh, how much goodness do we want on here? A lot of goodness. A lot of goodness. I like it. Uh, wait. One, two, three, four, five. We got four more. Uh, self-control. Yeah, uh, let's, let's do, let's do this. Yeah. Pa patience can be, and, and self-control, yeah, we'll, we'll give them, we'll, we'll give them their little, little T-R-O-L, there we go. What else do we got? Ooh, Kindness. Oh, kindness and gentleness, man. We we can we can we can slice this one. Kindness, gentleness. What do you guys think? How did, how does our how does our chart look here? Uh, like <laughs> I'm with you. It, it does it does look like a good pie. So here's a question. If this was you, and you had a, and you were a walking billboard, and this was you, what would people see? Would they see a lot of love and a little bit of patience? Mm -hmm. Some of you guys are like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm real. 
Yeah. Would they see a lot of love and a little bit of self-control? It's crazy how we don't need self-control and we don't need patience. We're, we're not in a hurry to give it until we actually need it. When we need it, we want a lot of patience. When we need it, we want a lot of self-control. But when it comes to other people, we really don't want to share that much. Now, again, I, listen, I kind of drew this up in the way that, yeah, this is kind of the way that, I, that in, in my mind, before I started this message, this is the way I saw my life. Man, I want a lot of love. Why? Because I say this all the time. Man, I love you kids. I say it to my students. Why do I say it to my students? No, not to be weird. They might not ever hear it at home. That's why I say it to them. All right? I don't know what they went through even to get in class. I say it all the time to my athletes. All right? I love you guys. And the reason why I say it, I see the hard work that they put in. The other reason why I say I love and I say love a lot is because there, in my mind, there is a different kind of love. There's a way God loves me. Sometimes there's the way I love God, and it's not as pretty. I'll just be honest with you. I say I love my children. All right, I have three biological children. I say I love my children. I say I love my wife. The way that I love my wife is, the way, is way different than the way I love my children. So love is different when we talk about it. But love is important. All right? Love is extremely important. So with each of these fruits of the Spirit, what I'm going to talk about is how biblically all of these should be in your life. Because in the Bible, they're in there. Love. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son. God showed his great love by sending Christ to die for us. But anyone who does not love doesn't know God. For God is love. So, with one, of the, with one of the fruits of the Spirit, with love, there's verses about it. And there's reasons why we talk about it. Because love is important. When I close, I'm going to kind of close with an idea that, that maybe, we can, maybe we could see here. All right? God even says, love your enemies. Yikes. You know what? You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you don't need to see him to trust him. And you can rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. Man, it's crazy. In one verse, we have both the word love and we have both the word joy. God, God's trying to send us a message. He's trying to send us a message, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll get to it. Joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. How many of you guys have heard that before? Yeah, exactly. All right, we've heard these. A cheerful heart is good medicine. He's talking about joy there. But a broken spirit zaps a person's strength. Man, if you're struggling this time of year, listen, to, from, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, this is what I call the three-and-a-half-week push, all right, because I know once kids get back from Thanksgiving break, they're not excited about school. They're already ready for Christmas break, all right? And so what we have to do is we have to pray for a little bit of extra joy in this point in time just to give us a little more energy. It said the joy of the Lord is my strength. It says if you're not joyful, it zaps your strength. So if you're struggling with energy, if you're struggling with how you feel, pray for some more joy. 
in your life. All right? Be thankful. Be grateful for what you do have in your life. Because realize this, each one of these fruits of the Spirit, nine of them, there's verses about it. This is the gift that the Holy Spirit gives you. There's somebody, and we don't, we don't discuss this side, but you've got to understand. Anybody, any Star Wars fans in here? All right, we got, we got a few. All right, we got a few. All right. In, in, in the original Star Wars, there was a few main characters. All right. But the good side was called what? The Jedis. They were the Jedis. And the bad side was called what? Anybody? The, uh, the Sith Lords, the evil empire. They didn't, I mean, they didn't even get creative with it. They were like, ah, huh, Jedi Knights. Yeah, that's the evil side. All right? They even told you what it was. So remember, for each of these things, each of these gifts that the Holy Spirit's going to give you, the enemy's going to come and kill, kill, steal, and destroy. He's going to try to take these things away from you. He's going to try to take your joy from you. Especially this time of year, he tries to steal your joy with comparison. He does. You're like, you're just, you're just sitting there enjoying your day, scrolling through Facebook, and you're like, dang, man, I wish I would have had that pumpkin pie at my Thanksgiving. All I got is one from Walmart. That's homemade. Did you see his grandmama made that? <sighs> this ain't even fair. And all of a sudden, the joy you have for pumpkin pie is gone. Bad example or good example, I don't know. All right? But, but what you do is you scroll through Facebook. You scroll through Instagram. You scroll through all of these social medias, and not always. But most of the time, people are giving you the highlights. They're not like, hey, on the way to church this morning, I got pulled over by the highway patrol. I mean, they ain't giving you that. All right? I did, by the way, you guys. <laughs> like, like, they ain't giving you that. They ain't giving you all the low stuff. They're giving you the highs of the highs. All right? And, and so that's why with joy, you got to remember with all of these, with all of these, there is the opposite side. You can't ignore the fact that with all of these here, the opposite side exists to try to steal these from us. So you have to be prepared. You have to pray for these things. Ooh, pray for patience. I, I was told early, 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 early in my days of being a Christian, don't, don't pray for patience. And it always baffled me because I'm like, wait, isn't that one of the fruits of the Spirit? Shouldn't, shouldn't I want more of the Spirit in my life? Yeah, but you don't want more patience. I'm telling you, mm, that's something you don't want. And it's like, uh, I need patience. I deal with high school kids all day long. If I don't have patience, something's gonna, something bad is going to happen. All right? I told, I told a kid one time, in a modified version, but I'm like, listen, you're going out the window or I'm going out the window, and I'm too big to fit. <laughs> he, he stopped pretty quick. <laughs> He's like, man, Mr. Whale, I, I didn't have patience. See, being transparent here, all right? But here's the thing with patience. Uh, Psalms 27, 14, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy. Man, more about patience and joy. I think we're going to get this here in a minute. All right. 
be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Ooh, I got to wait for God to act, but God doesn't move on my timing. No, he doesn't. All right, God doesn't move on your timing. All right? Patience. Peace. Peace. Here's a little bit about peace, you guys. I've told you this so you may have peace in me. There is peace in Jesus Christ. So if you take, if you accept Jesus Christ, you get the Holy Spirit, which brings you peace, and there's peace in here. That's what we talked about, laying your burdens down. All right? Peace. Now that the Lord of peace himself gave you peace at all times in every situation. I had to reread it. I'm like, you really said peace twice? Yes. Now the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times. That's that's. Second Thessalonians, all right? Kindness. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, huh, kindness and love together. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Man, all these things again together. Goodness. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. That's a promise. You're going to see the Lord's goodness while you're here. Faithfulness. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Each morning, everything begins new if you want to. Gentleness. Since God chose you to be the holy people He loved. Again, I'm reading the exact same verse. You must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. All of these things connect together. So I'm going to go back. And if you will, go back with me. Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22, and I'm going to close with this so we can see it all together. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit. How many times have you guys read that and said, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruits with an S at the end? There isn't an S at the end. Read it again. There's a reason why there's no S at the end. Because God specifically wants you to understand that all of these things are intertwined. Every single one of these nine gifts are intertwined. It's not about separating them into pie. It's about knowing that all of these things are all together. You can't separate the Holy Spirit when He comes in your life. You can't put Him in a compartment where you're like, hey, I want more love, not as much joy. All right? All of these things should be in here and they're intertwined. All right? I know I didn't get to all of them. I'm sure you guys are probably tired of just watching me write over and over again. All right? But all nine of these are intertwined together. All right? If you don't believe me on this, 
I'm going to ask you one more question, math question. This wasn't planned, but I'm putting it up here. Ask you a tough math question to end the day. What is that? What? That is a four, right? That is. We know its value. We know its placement. We know what it is. This is what, if we were talking in terms of things, what it's equal. You use the word, not me. You use the word is. That is a four. Specifically, this symbol is a four. Why do I bring that up? Because the word is, in math terms, I'm going mathematical on you, is equal. That's what it means. That is a four. Today is Sunday. When we use the word is, we're saying it's equal. 1 Corinthians 13. Pastor Vic has probably read this thousands of times. Thousands. Every single marriage he reads this. Love is patient and kind. Love is equals patience. Patience equals love. Huh. Love, patience. L love is patient and kind. Love equals patience equals kindness. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It's not jealous. It has some self-control. It's not. It's got some kindness. It's got some goodness because it's not proud. It's not boastful. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Is always hopeful. Endures through every circumstance. During this time, remember, as we go out, as we kind of are a billboard for Christ, people, people who don't know Jesus Christ this time of year see you and get a glimpse of Christ? Do they get a good glimpse of love? Do they get a good glimpse of joy? Do they get a good glimpse of self-control? Do they get a good glimpse of kindness? What do they see when you walk out the door? My challenge to you from now until the Christmas season is find somebody who doesn't know Jesus Christ and share the love that you have. Love is patient. Love is kind. Loving God is saying, hey, I know you sent your son to die for me. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you get these gifts free of charge for you. There's something you get to work with on a daily basis. But what you can do is you can take these and you can be a walking billboard of Jesus Christ. You can show people the, the fruit of the Spirit. And again, the fruit of the Spirit.
It comes with God. All of these gifts come. All of these gifts are equal. The question is, are you willing to share them with people? And as we close here, if you don't know or you haven't asked Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior, if you will, just bow your head at this point in time. Here, we don't do anything weird. We don't make you stand up and give a speech or give a proclamation. We just know that right there in your seat, you can accept Jesus Christ. And if you accept Jesus Christ, He'll send you an advocate. He'll send you the Holy Spirit. He'll send you somebody to to help deal with the highs and the lows. If you will, it's as easy as what they do in kids in church. I'm going to lead you in a prayer like they do down there, the ABCs. All right? So, if you're, if you're saying that, I know there's something in my life where I need more. My pie chart isn't even full all the way. There's something missing. That's Jesus, you guys. So if you want to accept Jesus in your heart for the first time or recommit yourself, just go ahead and slip that hand on up. I see one. You're not even the first person now. You don't have to worry about being alone. I see two. I see three. I see four. I see five. There's a whole bunch of hands going up. There's a celebration in heaven for each and every single one of you all. If you all can, just, just... Just repeat after me with this prayer. Dear Jesus, I know that I've done some things in my life that I'm not proud of. But I know you sent your son to die on the cross for me. And I commit myself to following after you, Jesus. In your mighty name we pray.